Monster RX 93.1 presents Heard on Thursdays. Hot conversations on hot topics. Your host, JC Tevez. Good evening, everybody. JC Tevez back with you for more hot conversations here on HOT. Heard on Thursdays, the show that made FM radio talk. It also makes you monsters listen and watch, especially now. We hope we can entertain you and help you deal with this messy time. Remember, we're also on Facebook Live, so if you're listening to us on air, you can check us out as well. Facebook.com slash RX931. Also going live on YouTube and Twitch and uh, on the RX931 website as well. This episode might even get you to sit down and write. To deal with this messy time, the mess in your head, get rid of the ghosts. Now, many of you have actually been doing a lot of writing. Tweets. Posts, captions, comments, replies, and reactions, rants, and raves on social media. We've done it all throughout the last year. There are emotional outbursts, and they can be temporary relief, maybe some reprieve, uh, even if they add to the noise. But there's a kind of writing that might be even more therapeutic because it's focused, it's thought of, and it's honest. Journal writing. Tonight's guest is an accomplished journalist, a writer, a news paper and magazine editor, yoga teacher, actress, and devoted dog mother, among other distinctions, of course. She also conducts online writing workshops on style and grammar. Recently, she has also come up with a free workshop on journal writing for mental health, how to unload your anxiety and despair through purposeful writing. Because, as Alia quotes from the Diary of Anne Frank, I can shake off everything as I write. My sorrows disappear. My courage is reborn. Heard on Thursdays, journalist, writer, and editor, Alia Honasan. And remember, you can call the Monster Hotline at 863-19393 on my queue to ask questions. Or you can post them on the Monster socials. Alia, good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, wait a minute. I got to put her into the stream. Oh there, there we there go. There we go. Hi, hi Alia. Hi. Good evening. <laughs> should, I, should I do side view as well? Hey, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi. How are you? Good evening. Thank Good you evening. for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your, your day. I, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but I'm sure you have a lot going on. Ooh. We already... We I, just got, I just got vaccinated. You so, did? You know. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Today. Congratulations. <laughs> so, Congratulations. See, I don't want people. It's funny. I just posted. Why is everybody congratulating? <laughs> it's something that's due us, dude. It's due us. Okay. Yeah. Okay lang. But, uh, you know, it's a good feeling. Although there's, you know, I'm still waiting for side effects. But yeah. wala naman. Okay. So it's fun. good to hear. Uh, so, Alia, for a woman of many passions and, and pursuits, uh-huh. uh, you, you yeah. seem to have a lot to occupy you during this quarantine. But I always ask my guests, besides, Besides doing your writing, your journaling, which we'll, we'll go into discussion and, and in depth, uh, we'll go more in depth with that later on. Are you doing anything else? Are you watching Netflix? Are you watching any shows? Have you been, have you fallen uh, to the K-drama curse or, or I guess no, blessing? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a K-drama fan. I'm actually a BTS tita. Oh, you're, okay, you're an army. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But no, but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying sorry because somebody might, be, some people might get shocked. But yes. I'm a BTS fan. They're very, they're very positive. So mm. they're kind of fun to watch. Because I can't handle K dramas. They're a little bit too involving for me. So <laughs> that, so that, and then uh, I've been tripping on the free documentaries. You should trip on these free documentaries on YouTube. Uh, they have a series called Great Art Explained in 15 Minutes. I mm. don't know who runs it, but it's so much fun to just watch these things for free but anyway wow. but actually the the workshops actually started during the pandemic so that's why that that came up during the pandemic so, okay because yeah great great good to hear and I, i'm sure a lot of our uh, monsters out there they're like oh there's free documentaries on youtube you can yeah, watch them look for them just type me a uh, free documentary yeah actually okay. i've been uh speaking of like short documentaries i've been watching a lot of uh music documentaries the making of, of certain songs which uh, like Shaggy's yeah, yeah. It Wasn't Me I think it was created by Vice oh it was so good it's it's surprising how much free okay. content there is yeah, uh, in the, the world mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so uh, Alia that being said how has writing keep, keep uh, kept you focused uh, and sane during this lockdown well I'm still a professional writer mm-hmm. so I still write articles we're still working from home 
uh, we close pages. I still, uh, I still, uh, I'm a desk, a consultant desk editor for a newspaper, for the lifestyle section of a newspaper. So I still do that. But so I write articles and then I still journal. But this time, uh, I do journal on online because my handwriting's terrible. So <laughs> I, I, instead of writing in those in those journals that are written written down, I type it now on files so mm. it's easier to access and stuff. But yeah, so I, I still write both professionally and to you know to let steam off, which what which what this whole this whole little workshop was all about. Yeah, I mean you. There's a lot of steam. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. could be considered a, pro, uh, a professional writer uh, because you know you you you're you're accomplished. You've been an editor among <laughs> other things, uh, yeah. and now of course you're giving workshops, which I, I can't wait to talk about in a bit. But my question mm-hmm. is, can anybody be a writer? Uh, is, is this a talent that you that you have been just blessed with, or or can anyone develop <laughs> the skills to become a, a talented writer? I think so. Part of it is discipline. You know, I mean. Uh, I think more it's more in the creative writer. Some of them are just really born with a with a, a, a good way of putting words together. But that being said, if you don't have a decent vocabulary and you're not familiar with good writing, you might have a problem. Mm. So the only when people ask me how do I learn how to write, I just have one piece of advice. I ask people to read, especially young people. I've been reading since God. I don't, you know, before I could read. I was reading adult stuff when I was like seven or eight. So oh, nice. It's just that you really have to read to be able to distinguish and find out what's good or bad writing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, learning about the style, you see it before you learn the rules. You see it applied. Right. So, I think you can develop it. Okay. I think you can develop it, yeah. Well, since you, uh, <laughs> you, you said that people ask you, how did you learn how to write? Uh, I mean, how, how do I learn how to write? What, how did you learn <laughs> how to write? Uh, I mean, what was the, what's your little origin story? Like, let's pretend this is a superhero you're a superhero of, of a writer. How, what is your origin story? Uh, uh, I, well, basically, that's it. I was reading a lot. But I think Seminal was when I was eight years old. And in first... Uh, in, no, no. That was, that was eight, nine, I think. I was in third grade. Mm-hmm. And my father, took, my father took my mom and me to Indonesia, to Jakarta, where I studied for a year. And then they had a, we had a family friend who had an entire library. So... I didn't have too many friends. I left my friends in Manila for the year, but I would, I devoured that library like mad. As in, like I said, I was reading uh, adult stuff when I was nine. I was reading the entire Asia Magazine series. I was reading, uh, oh my God, the older authors like Harold Robbins. Actually, it's pretty. That's pretty adult, but you know, stuff like that. They were all like volumes and volumes of stuff. I was familiar with Greek mythology by the time I was nine and mm. stuff like that. It's only because I really made, I read a lot, I think, right. voraciously. So I think it's all sort of like, I I, ha, I still remember who were the really good writers and mm-hmm. who I'd like to emulate. So I just tried to, I just tried to put that in. It's not really that much of a superpower. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's just, it's just plain hard work. And my father was a reader, so he passed on a lot of books to me, much to the chagrin right. of my mother who thought they had to be censored, some of them, you know. Yeah. I beg to differ though. I feel like it is, uh, especially now, uh, let's say, you know, some, you, you said you were nine years old when you were doing that. I don't, yeah. I don't see many nine-year-olds reading libraries, uh, books, of libra- uh, books from libraries in that volume uh, in this yeah, day and age. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I feel like it's a, yeah, it's a lost skill. It's a lost art. Actually, I wanted to yeah. ask your thoughts on that. How do you feel about the, I guess, the the lack of book reading that's going on in the world right now? Mm. I think it's safe to say that we have been reading less books and maybe just reading more articles and, and short short pieces online and, and tweets. Yeah. Yeah, tweets in particular. Yeah. No, but the, the thing is because... Uh, because of that option, this option, of course, was not available when I was young. I'm 56 years old. So when I was really young, there was nothing. There were just books and magazines. Mm-hmm. And then because there's so many things to choose from, we always say now, if you don't catch your reader in the first couple of paragraphs, they're lost forever. No? Mm-hmm. They're not going to come back. They'll click something else or open something else. But there's so much joy in like you know getting to know a book and reading it. And... Uh, not to offend anybody who primarily makes their living through um, online stuff, but because of the time 
the time frame, no? JC people are in a hurry to post, mm. post. There's no quality control. The, <laughs> the, the, the grammar on the internet is out atrocious. It's really, <laughs> really crap. And then, I'm pardon my French. And then, uh, so even in, uh, no? even in uh, some really good websites of some really supposed to be respectable newspapers and stuff, you, you spot typos and mistakes that really makes your heart ache, no? <laughs> so, I think, uh, I think once in a while, uh, come away from your computer, grab a legit book, mm. you know, and uh, bring it with you. Even if it's on Kindle, that's fine, okay. or in your in your reader, that's your fine, as long as it's a book. Okay. Yeah, your e-book, no? Yeah. So, parang, that would be nice. Don't just read short stuff, because stuff. it's nice to explore, explore. And yeah. that's how you learn how to use words, actually, mm. diba? So, I really miss it. I really miss the days when... But you might be surprised. The the world's best bookstores are still alive and kicking, I think, you mm. know? So, you know. Yeah. yeah. When you when you go to... Yeah. When you go to New York, the Strand is still always full of people. Right. In, uh, in Washington Square, in Union Square. It's like, you know, it's just a super... Super... Some people just love the smell. Mm-hmm. There's even a name for it. I saw a meme for it. People just like... Sniffing well. <laughs> the new book smell, yeah. you know? it's so funny. I'm sure. Uh, of course, the other, the other half of you will say, "Stop cutting the trees and read electronically." <laughs> but you know, there's a romance to having an actual book. But yes. depends on you, know, yes. as you read the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I have to ask: Do you do the social media? Do you do you dabble in the online writing slash reading? Do you do, do you enjoy oh. do you enjoy any? Uh, people who tweet <laughs> at all or or is it just oh, no, uh, I, no no actually thank you. Uh, because now i tend to write longer i stick to facebook because i'm okay, able facebook. to opine or read people's opinions it's not too short tweet tweeting is a little too short for me even if you can tweet in like a sequence mm-hmm. no? so it's a little bit much so i had to choose between the three i stuck to facebook i do instagram once in a while quite rarely if i have a really nice picture to share but okay. i post on facebook on a very regular basis a lot of it i call psa like public service announcements <laughs> like you know if i if the if the lto in Cubao uh, it has no line i post it or stuff like that or i found uh, where to buy yeah because because pe- people really in my age group and people I are friends with appreciate it. You can renew your driver's license yes. in this LTO for less than an hour. Nice. That, that's news, yeah. Yeah. And I was telling every, yeah, after my vaccination today, I was telling friends, you know, if you live in Marikina, you're lucky because things are pretty organized. But mm-hmm. yeah, things like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I favor so- Facebook. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yes, uh, among yes. other things, Alia, you're also a yoga teacher, which I I'm very uh, curious about uh, how how did you get into the yoga scene? Is that that's something that's not not as common? You know, it's not common that that I don't know how many yoga I don't know any yoga teachers except for you now. But how, do, <laughs> okay. how does that how does that actually how did quite that work? a lot. We're actually quite a, a friend of mine joked before. Well, in the states, that in San Francisco you can't throw a rock and not hit a yoga teacher. Mm, That's what they said about really? in San Francisco. In San but, Francisco, no, okay. but there's, that, that, there's so many different kinds. But here in Manila, mm-hmm. we're actually a very small group. I practice a kind of yoga called Iyengar. Iyengar, I Y E N G A R. Well, uh, off the off the bat, any yoga is good. Okay, I have no, uh, I have no. I'm not gonna go out and tell tell you that this is better but, than others. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, I I chose to practice this because it's uh, more into precision and uh, we do stuff a little slower. You hold your poses longer, so we have beautiful headstands. I have to say. So um so it was in 2002, I believe, or I do, I forget now. So quite a while ago, because. Uh, uh, you know, I, I have advocacies, like I am an advocate for breast cancer because I survived breast cancer. Mm. And I'm an advocate for mental illness because I am a long-time depressive. So that actually, I got into that and I got off meds for 12 years because of my yoga practice. Because wow. I was so I was so stoked. I, I got into it. I trained to be a teacher. I was, I was going to India every two years since 2006, which got interrupted by the pandemic. pandemic. You know? So I'm certified. I'm one of quite just a few Iyengar Yoga certified teachers in the Philippines. We're on, we're on the we're on the international uh, address book for uh-huh. the Philippines. So yeah, that's a kind of uh, specific kind of yoga. Yeah, yoga yeah. has actually developed a uh, a reputation. It, it sometimes has been perceived as a, kind of like a meme already, where you know yoga, yeah. so you're so peaceful and you're you know you're. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I guess for people who don't practice yoga like myself, sometimes I look at people who do yoga. I'm like, man, does that really clear your mind? Is it, is it really, or is it just, is it just like, how does? So it really, and in your case, I mean, uh, based on you know your ad, advocacies, it really helped you clear your head. The the the, the yoga, right? So it, it's something yeah. that it's yes, I would say really yeah. Effective. But the thing is, um, uh, the nice thing about Iyengar is that it's realistic. It tells, it doesn't tell you to negate your body to go on to a different level. No, mm. uh, our teacher who passed away in 2014, BKS Iyengar, said you have to work through whatever body you have. You go through your body, so you've got to master these poses a little bit before you can even begin to get into peace of mind. No? Mm-hmm. So, so it makes a lot of sense instead of negating the body and trying to go, you know. And then, and conversely, no, especially the Western attack, it's really all body. It's all yoga body and yoga stuff and yoga socks and yoga mats <laughs> and yoga. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a whole, it's a billion-dollar industry, uh, yes. but the yoga clothes diba? so uh so yeah it does it does because you have no choice eh? yes. um when you do when you do yoga you have to be right there watching your pose making sure you don't fall over when you're in a headstand you can't you cannot think of your grocery list when you're upside down <laughs> trying to keep your balance mm. so it's very it's a very good way to stay in the moment so yeah. it's uh, very educating actually it's very it changed my life yeah. i mean uh, bottom line, you know, it changed my life. So it's a big help, and we still try to keep teaching online. Uh, it's a different ball game to learn to teach yoga online when you're aching to fix somebody's pose, reach into the camera, <laughs> and adjust somebody's legs like that. Yes. But we've managed. We've still kept. We've kept it going. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, I was actually gonna <laughs> ask. I was gonna ask, how do you teach it uh, remotely? Because I feel like. It's so it's so difficult to to even yeah it's fun you know fix your trust. downward dog I am sorry these are these are just terms that I know yeah. about yoga I know I don't it's very yeah, yeah. very generic it's quite frustrating we've we've held off in accepting new students mm. first because you know it's very hard to try to explain things to you especially our particular school uses the Sanskrit name so that's another thing to throw into the mix now you got to know what these names are but. Otherwise, our long-time students have managed to. The most common thing they say is we've been a lifesaver mm. because when you call out, when you call out the name, okay, they, they really carve out the time to take a yoga class, and surprisingly, attendance has increased because they don't have to deal with traffic and mm. stuff. They can just perch their uh, their laptops or their computers in the living room, clear the tables, and you know do their thing. But we've had to, you know, it's a different. Uh, we've had to get used to it. Be more precise tell them you know because it also develops body knowledge like i'm telling you like jc move your right foot and then you move your left no i'm talking about the other right the foot. Other so right. move your right foot yeah <laughs> do the right foot right 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 things like that so it, it takes some getting used to but it's been done i mean we've been able to do it i think that's that's uh that's a blessing i'm happy to hear that i'm happy to yeah. hear that yeah speaking of uh precision i mean when you when you teach yoga like you said you, you you're trying to get your students to be as precise as possible which is uh you know a good segue to me talking about your you teaching writing and grammar i mean writing yes. grammar yeah. uh like like you said i mean you seem to be a stickler for for you know good writing it, it has to be good writing there's people who who just don't spell check and because we, we we just we try to put it out there without thinking we make a lot of yeah. mistakes so i'm sure first of all you must have some grammar pet peeves that that you you really hate <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> are there any in yeah, particular I mean, off the top of your head yeah the the the, the classic timeless uh immortal it and it it uh, ITS and it apostrophe yes, s because yeah. I keep telling people every time people you see the thing is people when see people see an apostrophe they already assume it's possessive. Eh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> they forget about the idea that it's a, there's such a thing called the contraction. Right. When you uh, you when you shorten it is you contract it it becomes it and the apostrophe like for you music guys did you know that rock and roll mm. the right way to ra- write it is rock apostrophe N, apostrophe roll because you remove the A and you remove the D. Oh, I thought it was just so after the N. <laughs> so it's a no. It's, you, you remove, you remove the, apo- the apostrophes take the place of letters. So, you know, it it's it apostrophe S is so easy to to confuse us, you know. Mm. Uh, like when, when you go to Tagaytay, it's rolling hills. 
it sounds fine, di ba? If it's it apostrophe, you know, parang um, if you do if you do it apostrophe s, it looks okay, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's it's not. It's, it's it's its yeah. because if you if you extended it apostrophe s. It's it is. You go to Tagaytay and look at it is rolling. It is rolling. Yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 a that's a thing. That's you, a common one. Check that way. That's okay. my that's my pet peeve. That's your pet still, peeve. Right? Right. Uh, so how does I mean how do you besides you know the, giving them the rules? There must be like teaching grammar and it must be super <laughs> difficult uh, syntax and all. I mean I'm just these words are. Uh, I have to admit, and a lot of my close friends know this. When I was studying in, when I, you know, growing up studying, I was I, I was not very good at at like at the words, like the, the I, okay. I, adjectives, <laughs> and, and now actually I could not tell you what a pronoun is. <laughs> I'm not joking. Okay, okay, like I know okay. what a noun <laughs> is, and I kind of know yeah, what a verb yeah, is. Yeah. But if you ask me, what is okay. an adverb? What is a pronoun? So people like yeah, me, uh, uh, Alia, if you were gonna teach people like me who are not just who are just not good at this how can, mm-hmm. how, how do you do it how do you do that <laughs> so just to, just to clarify the, the, the little workshop i gave is a one is a one shot deal no it's not a course so yeah. I, I i in fact i just call it a style and grammar review, review. So, because it's stuff that yeah it's stuff that i assume people know already so we go through two hours of little stuff like did you know this did you know that we review and you'd be surprised how many people Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I thought this, I would use that, ganyan. And then, as a clincher to that, people so people can take away, because I also send them a handout that they can keep. It's like a, give them extra material. And then I give them an assignment. Mm. So people have homework. So they submit to me a short essay that I edit, see, okay. for each individual. So when it comes to them, I have, it's full of uh, MS Word uh, MS Word to the rescue, all of the suggestions uh-huh. are there, all of the corrections. You can see what I changed or did not change. In fact, I send them two copies. One is the thing riddled with corrections, and then the other one I accepted all the corrections so that they see what it looks like. Yeah. So, you know, if you're if you can if you really compare, you can it's quite clear. And then I explain why I changed this, mm-hmm. why I made like that, why I made like that. So yeah, it's uh, actually a lot of people thought it was pretty helpful, nice. even as a one-shot deal. No, yeah. do you do you, uh, since it was so uh, successful? Do you are you considering making maybe another one in the future or, or doing a oh, long-term yeah, no. course? Uh, actually, yeah, no, actually not a long-term because well, although some people have been clamoring for the next level, so I'm still, you know, I should have actually I just had one last uh, February. I haven't been able to do another one because I'm working on a. What well, my other thing on the side? I'm working on a book with a with a environmental group, so I, I had to focus on that first. But hopefully by May, and then uh, aside from that, I'm thinking of uh, the next level would be feature writing, a feature writing workshop. So you can write something longer. It mm. takes a little bit more organization and use of uh, data. So yeah, so maybe that's next level. Some people are asking for a version for kids. Yeah, uh, not when I say kids, high schoolers, no. Oh, high school, uh, yeah, yeah, all of this stuff is, uh, you know, it's all pandemic uh, plans and stuff because I spend a lot of no- time now at home. Mm. Although I work, uh, I work from the house. But uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm just finishing this project because it's uh, quite major and uh, detailed, yeah. Nice. That's that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, so as an as someone who, ed- I mean, you were just talking about how you, you edit your, your, I guess, would you call them your students? Your students or your... Yeah, 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 yeah. Your students yeah. work. Participants, yeah. Uh, Workshop participants, I mean, yeah. You've, you've turned editing uh, into a career as well. So you are, you've been mm-hmm. an editor uh, for, for years now. What is that like, editing? Because, you know, there's there's this whole, um, I, I don't know, in on social media, there's a lot of kind of, it's 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 very divisive, the, the, the term of mm. editing. Because... It's like you're not being your true self if you if you post something out there and then you edit it. I, I don't know if you've seen that online. You know, maybe. Mm. Oh, I, I, how do you feel about like editing nowadays in terms of the mm. online sphere? Online, okay, depends on your intention, no. I think if you're out to post something personal, like you wanted to post something on Facebook and mm. you didn't bother to clean it up much, okay, that's real, no? Right. If you have a, I guess if you have a blog and people can handle that, 
although personally I feel that you have an obligation to your reading public to <laughs> to you know to use the right words yes. but to at least sound pretty decent but depends on your mar- on who's reading you actually if, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's I would I would exo- uh, I would really beg people to clean it up a little bit mm-hmm. just even just getting your nouns and your verbs to agree only because you really want to keep uh, well for o- older writers like me and I say well you're, you're using English you're respecting the language that's your medium you don't want to treat it you know haphazardly you don't want to treat it with neglect and you know and sloppiness you'd like mm-hmm. to be able to present the words nicely because I guess I'm old school uh, just as you would hear a song and then you know there's this passage that really makes your uh, gives you goosebumps if I read a beautiful sentence or a nice phrase I still get ecstatic so I, I don't tire of writing that way for me it's an are both an art and a science no but so if uh Editing for professional publication is necessary because not everybody who has something good to say can say it well. Okay. That's my job, to make you sound better. There. But but that being said, there are editors who are heavy-handed. Uh-huh. I, I pride myself in being light-handed. At the end of it, and all of my workshoppers agree, you'll still sound like yourself. Nice. But, bet, but better. A little bit better. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're, you're just, uh, you're like the... I don't know. I was trying to th- come up with a with a metaphor or analogy. See, that's the thing. I don't know the difference between a metaphor and analogy. I'm sure you would educate me, but I was trying to think of one on the spot. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So as we move on, let's talk about the uh, the workshop, the the journaling. Uh, I I think a lot okay, of our yeah. monsters right now are are who are tuned in. They're they're interested in that because journaling is something. Yeah. I don't know how when journaling was invented. I'm sure it's been in the past, but I throughout the years I've heard the term journaling thrown out by uh, you know people my age, uh, Gen Z. Yeah, I yeah. see it on yes, yes, as a yes. recommendation to you know, clear your mind and, and get your thoughts together. So let's talk about first okay. of all uh, for people who don't know what journaling is. Is it the same as a diary? Yes. Yes, it's that's this. the funny thing. That's why I keep t- telling people: if you have a kid sister, if you were you were young once, a young girl once, and you know, a diary is going to be exactly that. You know, I mean, you, thanks for mentioning Anne Frank because she's the world's most famous diarist. Yes. No, mm-hmm. and imagine at the time of at the time of that. Can you imagine? Imagine at a time like that, the world was going nuts, and she still managed to write down her thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. and. It's so poignant when you read it, no? Because uh, for those who haven't read it, she was in hiding. They were in danger of being found. And still, she got a crush on one of the other guys <laughs> hiding with them. And it was just so human and so beautifully written. Anyway, so it's that. It's basically that, except that now we're older. Mm. You would be surprised, uh, my dear, to see that if, you, to, if I tell you that I have all the, jer- the diaries I've kept since I was in grade school. So wow. I have piles of notebooks. Wow. Some of them are Sanrio, and sometimes I look back at them and wonder how, how far I've come and how my handwriting has changed. Uh-huh. So, you know, before the issue was about your crush here and your... Now, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like to think it's the more adult version of diary writing, journaling. Mm-hmm. And now, there's also not just to write things down, but admittedly, when you kept a diary and you wrote it down, you felt a little better. You could tell your diary. The diary was always the first one to find out if you were in love or unhappy or what. Mm, mm, dear diary, right? That's how it normally goes. The same thing, but you'd like to be able to work it out. You'd like to be able to learn more about yourself mm-hmm. and resolve whatever bad stuff you wrote. That's nice. basically that. Oh, perfect. So, the, it, yeah. if, if that's the way it, it, it goes, it seems to be a very personal thing, right? It seems to... It's, yes. it's very personal. So, as somebody who is conducting a workshop, how do you, <laughs> how how do you make somebody be themselves? I, 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 I like, can you? Wouldn't that influence things in in general? Wouldn't it change who they are if if you are okay. if you had some input? Like, how does that work as for you as somebody who is okay. conducting a workshop for journaling? Okay, let me make the distinction. So, I have the style and grammar workshop yes. where I read what you wrote. Okay. Okay. Now, let me qualify. I'm not a therapist <laughs> because there is such a thing as journaling therapy. It's actually a really? legit course in wow. the United States. You can study. It's a branch of psychology, journaling therapists. And in that case, you write and they read. I'm not a therapist, so I don't read your stuff. You don't read, okay. I will, 
me is I am a writer, so I know how the writing process goes. And I am a mental illness survivor, so I pretty much know how you're feeling. If you're feeling nuts, I know what it's like to feel nuts or to feel really anxious no, at this point. So, I give uh, pointers through which I've learned both from experience and some, I've read about some. I took a short little course on journaling therapy. Nothing nothing for a diploma, but right. just so that it could uh, point things out. Mm. No? So, I just shared it with everybody. Uh, just how to do it if you can't start. So, while on the other side, I'm a stickler for grammar and uh, grammar <laughs> and spelling. When it comes to this, Zero. Zero. It does not matter okay. at all. All right. Whether you okay. So let's get that clear. Okay. I don't care if your if your grammar's all over the place as long as it's as long as it's coming true. from you. It's honest. It's noted. It's you, noted. Yeah. Okay. But how does how does the workshop work then? Like what what exactly is your role in this case? Uh, in this journal, this free workshop on mental health journaling. What what exactly is your role here then? Okay. I define it, basically what it is. I define your goals. Uh, I, I speak a little bit from experience about the thing. So, nice thing, the nice thing there, well, not number nice, but look, for example, there's there's a certain procedure this, which, you know, like you, you asked if I could, you know, just uh, the, the most simple is you think of the word right. Right. W-R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. And then each one has a certain word. It's not original. This came from my readings also. W is what? What are you thinking about? What's top of mind? R is reflect. So you, you, you answer that question. You answer that question to yourself. So you gotta sit down and think about it. I is investigate further. After the what, you gotta think why. So you wrote something. I, what's what? I feel really miserable. You answer it. Uh, so what am I feeling today? I feel really, really miserable. So the most important question you can ask is why? Why? Because I miss my friends. Why? Because I can't talk to them. Why? Because talking to them makes me happy. Why? Because I feel alone until, you know, you void, you void yourself so Sit much that you're down <laughs> basic, the most basic reason. Got it. Got so it. That's, that's the I. Then okay. T, there's actually a discipline. If you're not the type of journals, you can learn by actually timing yourself. In other words, what we don't want is for an adult to sit down and gaze at the sky for the next three hours very unproductively and then not put anything down. Ah. No? And we also don't want somebody to write all this stuff out and then suddenly delete the file or rip it up and throw it away as we see in dramatic stories. You write how much you hate your ex and then you throw it in the trash. Or burn That's it, not right? what <laughs> Yeah, or burn it. Yeah. You know, we've all done that. Burn the stuff. But So what you want to do is time yourself and then Put down what's important and then you review it. That's the best way to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. A lot of people don't know themselves. But journaling is the easiest, most convenient, most cheapest, least expensive. Mm-hmm. Therapy is expensive, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's one way to get yourself, get to know yourself better. So if you practice, you might find that you can burden on the page or on the screen and then it will make you feel better. And then you realize, you recognize patterns like, Oh, I think like that. So you know, self-examination. Okay, that's. Good. <laughs> do you uh, do you recommend that the platform that they do this on, or, or I'm sorry, the media that they they do this journaling on, really has to be pen and paper? Is that really the the only way to journal, or or can you type it in your notes app on your phone? Yeah, anything, phone, anything. Like right now, I'm. I'm I've abandoned the written stuff because now my handwriting has gotten progressively bad with the years. That's why I wanted to become a doctor first because I had oh, the appropriate. I, I can writing. relate. My handwriting <laughs> is. is okay. If I could only show you now, it is. It is not legible. At yeah, do you? Yeah, do you? Do you write like you know? Don't you write JC? You write notes and then you forgot what the hell did I write? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I remember that uh, in college, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't read my own notes, and I was like, "What Yo, the heck see? did I write so that's here?" Why, yeah. So like, I have I have folders on my laptop. I have my the name of my I don't know if I can say it on the air. My, my the name of my folder for breast cancer is wrong bitch. I'm sorry. No, I that's called fine. it wrong bitch, mm. and then. And then for my depression, it's just called the depression journal. So I just write it there. Mm-hmm. It it not every comfortable bit, but some people they're madrama, right? They yeah. want to make a ritual. They'll they'll put little flowers on their desk, yes. light a candle, yes. be quiet, 
put their little talismans. Or in fact, we encourage the. I also work with uh, Shemaine Buencamino, uh, she, the the Julia Buencamino Foundation, where uh, they also assist uh, teens who are suicidal. So they do a lot of art journaling. So you can combine, write, stick collage on it, write, doodle, write, you know, write. You know, it's 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 free for all. Whatever whatever you like, no. Got but it. put it on a put it on a pa- a page or put it on your computer so it's out there. It sort of like becomes legit. Meron siyang proof. Proof. No? That you did. Somebody asked me, and I just record my thoughts, and I go, you know what? It's so ephemeral. You can still just like, why don't you put it down? Some people feel legitimate when it's written down, and you 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 know the affirmation is there. Great. I, actually, yeah. I, I wanted your opinion on that because I was thinking of the the medium of of podcasting. Uh, for example, myself, yes. I I'm not a like I said, my handwriting is awful. I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not really yeah. one to type, but I do talk a lot and I talk about my thoughts okay. in my head. So you know, a few years ago, yeah. I started my own podcast where I was just talking about my okay. life. Is that something in the same vein as journalism, uh, journaling rather? Just somebody who talks say, about their life and publishes it yeah. to the world. <laughs> yeah, my thing is. I think, JC, is that we had to make a distinction between stuff that you consciously write knowing you have an audience, mm-hmm. in which case you might self-edit. You might, mm-hmm. of course, be, you'll always be conscious about what people will say. Yes. The journal is only for you and absolutely only for you unless you choose to show it to somebody. Uh, so you will not censor. If you want to say, I toot, 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 then that's you, you know? Got it, you can got put it. Out Fill, fill a whole page with profanity. It's just you, yeah. and then that's for you to work out with yourself. I see, I see. Yeah. Because it's, I, I'm not this, but not these things where you get likes and yes. you know, you don't want external not approval. For, you have to be enough to affirm yourself. Yeah. That's what you want to do. You're not doing yeah. it for clout. You're not doing it for not, for, not for for, for likes and shares. That's a different animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now that we're talking about, I mean, just just on that on that same note, you said that you know, since this is only the journaling is only for you, no one else will read it. You can write whatever. You can be as offensive as you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It seems like people, there are people in the world who have tweeted or written something or posted <laughs> something that yeah. it was not well received by the general public uh, because yes, yes. something that they as the as the saying goes it should have stayed in the drafts right that's what they say yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> as somebody who who understands that your inner you know a person's mind if you, journaling really helps you by putting all these things down whether it be as negative as it can be People who post these things maybe inadvertently online, or maybe miss, you know, it's just a lapse in judgment. How do you yeah. feel about the the cancel culture? Uh, knowing that from somebody who can understand that maybe people have these thoughts yeah. in mind. What, what yes. do, you, do yeah. you have any thoughts on cancel culture nowadays? Yeah, um, my thing is, you know, it's uh, um, people are quick to. Because normally when somebody writes us a strong statement, it's also a reaction to somebody else. No? So it's, it's just a layer upon layer of cancellation. Mm. It's like, you know, wrote some, somebody wrote something, you canceled it, and somebody cancels you, and then somebody cancels that person. So it's like, it's all this negativity that's so thickly layered. No? Mm. I would just think that, um, well, I try to make it a point to try to stay positive, unless you you really want to call somebody else. And it has to be legit, you know. I read somewhere, just brilliant, think, you got to think a few hundred times before you post something because A, <laughs> the important thing is really that you don't hurt somebody. Mm. That's a basic thing. You can hurt somebody, you know. So, I think people who write uh, to be provocative uh, and uh, can, I, can I just want to cite an example of a, this wasn't written. Please I mean, do. Remember it. I just, it went to the top of my head right now. This German DJ who who wrote that, uh, who, who said on the air that BTS is a virus and is hoping for a cure. Oh, no. So, I, <laughs> so of course, you can imagine, you know, if you, posted, if you posted something like that, can you imagine the repercussions? Oh, no? yeah. Uh, if you want a reaction, fine. If that's what you're in the market for, fine. Mm. But it's not going to be that good for you and that good <laughs> for others. Because that's, because that's how the station explained it. Eh? Yeah. That was, that was styled out to... to to provoke people and sabi ko well he provoked them so much that he was afraid to leave this house oh, for a wow. while but parang parang feeling ko lang is that there's so much noise already I suppose it's uh, 
I would think twice unless that's what you're planning to do, provoke, then I'm not here to judge you. But if you're here to uh, try to feel better, get to know yourself better, then don't automatically click post, no? Okay. Or upload it anywhere. Talagang fix things up with yourself first because people will again tend to say, oh, he wrote that because he's got hang-ups, because he's got things, he hates this. So, And then you expose yourself for scrutiny which you might not like diba mm-hmm. eh, it's not you know, ano basta patong-patong na yung bad feelings so yeah. you know it's not your, that's, not, that's not your intention lang. And, and, I, lang. and i just want to clear the uh, i guess the misconception about dwelling on let's say the problems at hand uh, because you know hmm. the, the more that for, for, I'm just going to use myself as a, an example. The more yeah. I think about a situation uh, that's bleak, for mm-hmm. example, the times that we live in now, the more it just feels yeah. more hopeless and hopeless. By writing it down, doesn't does that make it seem more real, or does I mean, how does that? How is it more therapeutic to write it down than to think about it and not write it down? You, do you know? Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm phrasing my yeah, question yeah, clearly, yeah, but I, I get it. Actually, some therapists that I've read have said that. When somebody writes something, it's a physical unloading. It's like I got this big thing that's on my chest, put it down there, Uh and it's expressed. You know, it's okay, I said it. Or you even feel it's externalized. And sometimes I feel some of the workshoppers say that when I wrote it and I walked away from my, and I closed my notebook or I closed my file, I felt a little bit better. But the, the, one of the things you learn when you're under therapy, if you're under, you know, if you have mental illness, you don't want to keep, I may have put it out of me, but the thing is, I shouldn't like really leave it at that. I have to go back there, look mm-hmm. at my demons, look at them until they're not scary anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you examine, you have to keep examining a wound if it's going to heal, and then you can move on. Well no? But otherwise, just putting it, putting it somewhere else, external from you realize you affirm it that's why uh, i, I want to clarify you don't just go to your journal to put out bad stuff huh? if you feel like today nothing wrong is happening you're grateful you found a parking space you're grateful a friend uh, that, that, that's true pre-pandemic no i would yeah. be praying and praying and I found yes. Thank God! Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so parking space so uh things like that if you if you you know, it, it's so it's such a big deal. People have gratitude journals, you know. So you don't have to write the bad, just the bad stuff. Write the good stuff. Mm. So that when you write mm. it down, you go back to that, no? Like, you realize, oh, on that day, I was just grateful to be alive. I got a nice gift from my friend. So everything is worth looking back on to get to know yourself better, you nice. know. So that's, that's fine, yeah. Is that something that <laughs> is... That- uh, Close to gratitude. There's something that I've read recently about. It's like gratitude journaling. Is that, is that just like yes. a specific track of, of journaling? Like yes. it's just you yeah. say what you're thankful for? Kind of like that? Yeah, I do. I do have friends like that. They have only a gratitude journal. Okay. Me, I, I just think it's too many notebooks. You know, I just put them all together in the right. same place. And, then today, and there's, there's nothing that says that if I start, you know, if I start my entry by, by complaining about you know, my brother or my sister, that doesn't mean that I can, oh, incidentally, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad for this. No, yes. that doesn't... But I found parking. No, there's, <laughs> yeah. There's no rule that says that I gotta stay gloomy for this okay. entire entry. No. Okay, so cool. it's not. It's like, you, you can, you can you know, list everything down. Everything is a significant human experience. It's you. It's yours. It's valuable. You learn from it. It's your life. Mm. Right? Great. So you I, know what Socrates, you know, Socrates said? Mm. Can I just quote Socrates ah, from absolutely. my younger days? The unexamined life is not worth living. So, you know, stop running. Look at your life. Check it out. I mean, enjoy it. Be proud of the things you're supposed to be proud of and fix whatever looks really rotten to you. Mm. I'm sure by now you'll know. Yeah. I need to yes, I yes. need to talk to more people like you because you are, you know, <laughs> for the long actually, you know, Socrates, you you mentioned Socrates because of the movie Bill and Ted. I don't know if you ever watched Bill and Ted with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yes. yes. I, 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 I knew him as Socrates for the, uh, all of my life until someone <laughs> yeah. corrected me. So I need to really hang okay. out with more people like you. That's okay. You know, I, I'd rather have, you know, honest mistakes. And well, the, the, the thing there is uh, a lot of people write and don't ask. I, I'm, I'm a veteran journalist. I've been interviewing people since the 1990s. Mm-hmm. I have a little notebook with me. If I talk to somebody who's French or says things, I ask them to write stuff down. Wow. 
it doesn't mean I'm stupid. It means I'm just thorough. So don't assume you know what this guy is talking about. Otherwise, you will look like more of an idiot yeah. if you misspell his name. You talk to him already and you don't know how to spell his name. Dude, mayaka naman, di ba? So I said, excuse me. That's why I love calling cards, you know. But otherwise, I said, can you write your name and the proper designation? Because I do not want to misquote you. So I have made that error very few times because I had... I'd say the humility to bring a little notebook around and ask. Don't be afraid to ask. That's a great, as- great tip. <laughs> and I'm sure it's something that uh, they would learn from your your journaling works. And we've actually, for those of you who are listening on air, on uh, our Facebook Live and on YouTube, we do have the descri- the the link to the journaling workshop uh, to build yep. mental resilience. So uh, yeah. I, before we before we you know head on out of here, of course, I'd like you to take yeah. this opportunity to invite our monsters, uh, the benefits of this thing, and how they can check it out, and what's going on for you okay. in the next few, <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Okay, well, basically just those two, no. One is the style and grammar review. It, I call it a uh, writing first aid because basically it's that. No, it's a quick fix. It's just one session. I'm sorry I've been... But you can check. There's a Facebook page that says Writing First Aid. If you have a group together, we can do that. I've done offices. I've done friends. And you might be surprised what you learn, no? That you didn't realize. I never knew that. Did you know? JC, there's three kinds of dashes and you use them differently? Oh. I did not know that. I mean, there's... I know I know. on, on my keyboard when I type one dash... And then I type yeah. another one. It makes it into a longer one. I don't know the difference. Yeah, so which, which has a different... There's an N, there's an M in it. But, but, but there's stuff and, like that. And so also, I've told this to uh, numerous people. I have never used a semicolon in my whole life. Really? Like, never. I in saying- all of college, it was always a comma. <laughs> always a comma or a period. I never yeah. used a semicolon. I was just... Ever. I just posted recently that many. I just posted recently that people, many people who make a living from writing, don't know what the hell to do with a semicolon, semicolon which which can be one of the most versatile punctuation marks yeah. you you might run into. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> so that one that one's for style and grammar. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to be a stickler for that. Just look to Facebook page writing first aid, and then the other one is the journaling. I was so upset by how people are feeling bad, not just depressives, uh, not just diagnosed depressives, but people who have been under so much stress and anxiety this time. So I offered it as a free service. I've already been offering it free, no? Mm-hmm. To, I do it for our yoga groups and people. I'm doing one for schools. And then I realized the general public might not have the time to, they don't know each other. They won't know how to get the group together. So I recorded it on YouTube and mm-hmm. that's what the link is. So just click it. Uh, and then, you know, just watch it. It's 38 minutes. You can pause. You can whatever. Share it as much as you like. I don't have any ownership things with this. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that you can ask questions. But if you want to drop me a line on my Facebook page, just ask me. But check it out. It's a cheap, inexpensive tool to help you feel better. You know, nice. it's not it's not a cure-all. You'll not cure-all. You'll not wake up tomorrow and all your problems are gone. But at least you'll find a way to get it out of you because it's heavy. These times are heavy and we need all the help we can get. Yes, I agree. Uh, and the, yeah. the last thing, the last thing, of course, your, your advocacy is for, uh, you know, you, as someone who you've been very vocal about being a mental illness survivor, uh, breast cancer survivor. Uh, how are, is there, are there any maybe groups or, or I, I'm not sure, charities or something that you're working on, something that you're a part of that you would love to share uh, with our listeners yeah. out there, how they can support? For, uh yeah, for uh, for the breast cancer group, there's a there's a nonprofit group called I Can Serve. It's nonprofit. It's not for uh, yeah anybody. So anybody who has a who has breast cancer and uh, a breast cancer survivor can can join, get a lot of em- emotional support. Mm-hmm. And I just said, can I just drop this here? Yes. If you have breast cancer, do not stop getting treated because you're afraid of COVID. I'm sorry, but cancer is scarier I think mm. no so go get treated don't sit on your especially if you're a court of an advanced case go get your treatments talk to your doctor just don't sit on it because you're afraid to go to the hospital please it'll save your life don't jeopardize your life but I can serve is also on on Facebook it's on on the web so you know 
Great. Yes. Okay. Uh, thank you, Alia, for joining us tonight. Uh, do you want to say hello to anybody out there? I'm sure you have fans and, yes. and your, your students maybe are listening. Just, just saying hi to people who listen. And I was telling uh, JC, if you're still awake, Andrew DeCastro, you old man of Philippine radio, otherwise known as North Andrew of the early RT days. Hello, North Andrew. Unless you're too old to be staying awake, never mind. <laughs> hi. And hi to, hi to whoever's listening, but please feel free. Just grab that, share it. I'm, it's really important to me that people find a way to, to feel better during this time. Because I know. I, I know what it's like to have to, to feel bad for no reason. But now we all have a reason to feel bad. So let's just uh, hang on and find ways to help ourselves. Yeah, well, and hopefully when, you know, when, when it ends, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to be soon, I'm willing it into existence, uh, we have you back yeah. here live. We get to meet in person. Yeah. So we hope yes, to see I you. Know. Jason, uh, yes, nice meeting you. Yes, nice meeting yeah. you as, as well. And do you have any any other projects that you that are in coming in the the near future besides the workshop? Um, do you have a book coming out? Do you have a podcast no, coming no, no. out? <laughs> the books very. Yeah, I, I, some of the questions Rafi was asking me. The books kind of technical, so that's that's uh, not for not for the general not for public. General public. Okay. You ask me. I think I think I'm retired from theater work. You know. All right. Kind of hard to remember all of those scripts, you know? but anyway, uh, but so so I'm pretty, I got my hands full. I keep plugging. I have three adopted uh, rescue dogs. So nice. oh, that's a thing. I'm sorry. Can I just push this from pause also? Uh, can I just tell people that when people die and abandon their dogs, don't be afraid to get them and adopt them. They are not contagious. Okay. okay? Let's get that clear. Your dogs, they can contract. Uh, coronavirus, but it's not the same kind. So you just have to grab your dog or cat, give it a bath, and then they're legit again. Honestly, nice. I mean, so plus has a campaign for this. So don't when somebody dies, people have been dying, abandoning dogs. People don't want to get their animals. Please, these animals deserve to live. You just have to give them a bath, uh, you know, disinfecting soap, and they're fine. They're not going to make you sick. Please. Great. You know, you were talking about the, just the other day. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. well, thank you very much, Ali, for joining us tonight. Thank you for being such a you know a source of positivity uh, during this, thank I guess, you. this this dark time. And see you soon. Yes. See you in person. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, of course, to yeah. all the monsters out there, make sure you check out the 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 workshop and check out yes. the video. It's on the link on our Facebook page from this interview, as well as on YouTube and yes. on Twitch. And to everyone out there, uh, catch us again next week for more hot conversations here on Heard on Thursdays. My name is JC Tevez. Have a wonderful evening and always keep it locked in right here on The Monster. Good night. Heard on Thursdays. Heard on Thursdays. Share the FM radio talk. Winner of multiple KBT Golden Only on Manila Tonis, The Monster, RX 93.1.